Hello everyone, this is Andre from The Mental Health and I'm here with Dr Rob Schaefer. He's an Oxford GP, works at the Homeless Medical Centre in Oxford and he has just given a really brilliant presentation with his colleagues about the personality disorder training work they've been doing for the last couple of years in Oxford. Uh, Hello Rob, welcome to the podcast. Hi Andre, thanks for having me. So as a GP, what's your advice about how we can do better for people who present with complex emotional needs? Yeah, really good question. I think that's the question essentially to try and answer that question is what led to us creating the PDPOP, Personality Disorder Positive Outcomes Programme. So the interesting thing is GPs are are specialists in communication skills Um, and the communication skills that we're generally taught um, will work for most of our consultations, perhaps 95% of them. Uh, But there's some consultations that it definitely doesn't work for. Um, or so patients are presenting repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly with, with problems that just don't seem sol- solvable, patients presenting in crisis, uh, present, patients presenting um, you know, ag- an aggressively or patients who then just suddenly seem to disappear off the radar uh, and, and, and just DNA, in other words, fail to attend or follow up. Now, there's this sort of feeling that there are some consultations where something else is going on and the normal ways of consulting just don't seem to be working. So my advice would be that if that's happening in those ones, that uh, should prompt a moment to sort of stand back and say, well, hang on, what, what may be happening here? What's, what, might be, what might be driving things something's not working we're very practical people gps we want to sort of we want to be effective i think certainly effectiveness is one of the sort of key values that's driven my career so my advice would be if it's not working to step back you know what what's the bigger picture uh what can be very revealing is taking the time to maybe look back through the notes and take a little bit more time to understand uh, sort of if you like, holistically, what, what may be going on, and maybe talking to colleagues, and that can be just an informal chat, or it could be something more formal, such as uh, a, a kind of complex case discussion, where you can get a number of perspectives that might inform what is actually driving the, 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 the behaviour or the challenge, or, or what's driving our unhelpful response. And I guess that's what we try and, and model when we do the, the PDPOP training. We create a space for people to step back and look at a team at some of the interactions that generate strong emotions amongst the team. Uh, and we give them some key skills. So, and we explain what personality disorder is. So taking a step back, getting the bigger picture, so um, in the round, if you like, both in terms of a deeper look into the notes and more perspectives around the practice, whether that's formal or informal. Having an open mind or, or kind of awareness that maybe personality disorder is a diagnosis or a term that could be useful in helping us understand what's going on. Um, and then looking at how we manage our own habitual responses uh, which, and, and how we might sort of think again or recognise what, what sort of, what, um, if we're falling off the rescue blame seesaw, for example, or if we're finding ourselves getting very activated repeatedly over and over again in ways that aren't helpful. Is this stuff even on people's radar? So our experience is it very much is. I think most GPs are certainly aware. And remember, we don't just train GPs, we train the whole practice team together, so receptionists, GPs and nurses. They're certainly very aware that there are a number of frequent attending patients where you know the, the, the surgery struggles to meet their needs and the interactions don't generally go well. Or 
So I think people know that. They're aware that it's, a, that it's an, unmet need, an unmet learning need, uh, but they don't have an easy way of filling it, so it becomes unfilled. There's no way, they don't necessarily know, well, how do, how do, I, how do I learn the skills? Are, are they even learnable? Uh, and that's where we come in. I think that's where we come in to say, yes, it's a learnable skill set. It is, it's, it's, it's not inherently any more difficult than learning about any other uh, part of medicine. But it's just until now, no one's been able to condense the skills in a way that's absorbable by GP teams. That's really what we've relentlessly focused on, is how do you get the key skills and plant the key seeds so that the practice feels that, yeah, this is doable. We can, we can do things differently. <laughs> Where do you think the role of a GP ends now? Because I was talking to a GP just a couple of years ago thinking about how we can help people with mental health problems, sort of severe, enduring mental health problems. And he was saying that actually, you know, none of the actual treatment for mental health problems that NICE would recommend is the stuff that he does. You know, it's helping people with benefits assessments or, you know, doing the kind of social prescribing type work. Yeah, so you know, what are the limits to a GP's role? Sometimes it's hard to know, isn't it? Um, but uh, I think there's some things that are reasonable to, to see as core GP work. One of them is the core skill of being a GP is being a generalist, to see how the different uh, sort of, um, physical, mental, emotional and social needs sort of fit together and interact with each other. That's, that's core generalism. So I think one, one really useful skill that GPs you know, already have um, is to be the person that can see how that all fits together and share that with the patient yeah these appear to be your issues at the moment all right um let's come up with a plan about uh, how how you how you can tackle them things that we can do things that you can do so that initial these seem to be the problems and let's have a conversation about what's what what a plan might look like and maybe what the what what the priority order is then in reality gps you're quite right never not really going to be doing any starter cbt or dbt although some of them and i do sometimes although i have longer consultations um in the homeless medical center might do some introductory work to give someone an idea what that looks like but in reality um, it might be just explaining what the therapeutic process looks like explaining what a social prescriber can do explaining how and giving people confidence in the local relevant services so for example in oxford you might be i might be saying this is the safe haven this is mind this is the complex needs service these are the kind of things they do and this is what they're there for and this is how to get in touch with them um so i think yeah an overall generalist view and skilled signposting signposting is such an easy word isn't it, it sounds like well, you know, off you go it sometimes can probably come across as getting rid of someone but meaningful signposting is actually helping person understand this is the service and this is when you can use it and this is how it works and i have confidence in it i think that's massive if you can do that as a gp mm-hmm.